Blog Talk Radio. Numerology is a system of ancient codes found in our birth information that gives insight to the lessons we each must learn in this lifetime. Elizabeth Summers is a medium and esoteric numerologer offering her knowledge of ancient wisdoms to help fellow travelers towards a more enlightened and peaceful path. Join her now for the magical world of numbers. delay of this show. This is Elizabeth Summers, esoteric numerologer, trying to stay very calm. I, it has taken me 20 minutes to get connected to Blog Talk Radio, not because of Blog Talk Radio, although they were in there at the very end, but my computer. And I thought, this is exactly one of the things that I want to talk to you tonight. Well, anyway... Let me just take a couple deep breaths. Thank you for hanging in there and not giving up on me. I am Elizabeth Summers, Esoteric Numerologer, and tonight we're going to talk about a yummy number and a yummy letter. But before I do that, I want to thank you uh, for tuning in and being patient with me, trying to get my show on the air whenever you have computer issues or electronic issues, or washing machine problems breaking down. Call on Archangel Michael. It's the darndest thing. But I have great luck and experience when I have those issues, which I certainly had tonight. I call on Archangel Michael. Stay calm and somehow works it out. In the work that I do, as you know, I combine astrology numerology, and ancient tarot in doing the readings that I do. And so I want to start tonight visiting with you with a little astrology that's going on up in the universe. And the first one is, of course, Mr. Mercury in retrograde. Tomorrow, technically, on paper, in the sky, Mercury, that has been going backwards energetically, causing aggravation, causing communication issues, and especially since it's been in Gemini, finally tomorrow is going to pivot around and start moving forward again slowly and will get totally cranked up and helping everybody along those lines by June 25th. It's called a shadow Some astrologers will call it an orb. Now, here is exactly what happened to me tonight with my broadcast. Whenever any planet, but now we're talking about Mercury, which rules computers, electronic, communication. When it goes and pivots around, it's as though it's been going backwards energetically for three weeks, and now... The 10th, closer to the 11th, there's no calendar in the universe. That is the trickiest time when any planet pivots from retrograde forward or forward into retrograde. And that's exactly what happened in my office today, starting this morning, when... I couldn't get my cell phone to charge. And I had readings all today. Talk about a panic. I could not get it to charge, even overnight. What to do, what to do. And I'm sitting here, and I called on Archangel Michael, and he told me to Google to find out when you can't charge your cell phone, which I did. And I got the thought that I have a second charger, and maybe it's the charger. And sure enough, it was 
the charger, which is basically brand new. Was not connecting to my cell phone. I put in the other charger in another wall unit, and praise the Lord, I saw it start to, okay, crisis solved. But I thought, uh-huh, this is exactly what goes on when Mercury in this pivotal time, anything can happen. The rest of the day, the reading seemed to go just fine. Not a problem. Until tonight, when I began to do all the logging in and the computer work and what have you to get me on air with you, to visit with you, because I miss you when I'm not talking to you. And sure enough, the computer went down. It rebooted five times. Then I tried to get on Blog Talk, and Blog Talk says, no, I don't know who you are, which I've only been with them doing all the numbers for over a year. And so I just stay calm, which is what we have to do when these things happen, and some of us are not really good at staying calm, speaking for myself. And finally, finally, I was able to get on air to visit with you. So... Keep your fingers crossed <laughs> that we get through the entire show tonight with something else happening. Last week I couldn't go on air because we were having a terrible electrical storm. And I'm not getting on the computer or having a phone and headsets in when we have electrical storms. That was that. Tonight it's this. All right, enough of that. Enough of that. We're going to have a good piece of information here for you tonight and we're going to talk about karma. Yep, good karma. Number 10, letter J. This week, astrologically, before I go off on the other tangent, not only is Mercury going direct, and things should start to ease up, and we'll be pretty much out of everybody's chart in life and what have you by June 25th, although you can start now signing papers and doing what you need to do. But also this week we have Mars and Venus. We have a lot of Jupiter and Saturn positive combinations. They're called sextiles. That means they're six, on an astrological chart, they're 60 degrees apart. Sextile, it's good energy. And so some good things you might feel effervescent. You might have a little bit of creative to you you may this week also neptune is now getting engaged it's going to start taking its nap way into november so some of you might feel a little moody some of you might feel very introspective some of you may have really aha moments and intuitiveness based on neptune it's the energy of the subconscious it's like holding a cloud in your hand. But generally speaking, this week has very good, starting even on Monday, good astrological combinations of energy going on that are nice and should continue in many ways during the month of June for many of us, for many of us. Tonight, we're going to talk about the letter J. The first letter of anyone's name is called a cornerstone vibration. It's as though it's the bedrock upon which the attitude, the approach to this current human life extends. The letter J has a number one connected to it the number one now a one is a one is a one there's one there's ten one uh, 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 there's a hundred and so thinking positively letter J which is a ten one which I'll address shortly is about initiative and drive and willfulness uh, uh, but individuality. It is one of the creative numbers. The number one initiative drive, and if your name is Janice or Jupiter or Joseph, Jacqueline, that J is helping you a lot 
in this lifetime if you take advantage of the energy. It's an attitude. And therefore, when it comes to the will of good fortune, which is the number 10-1, and good luck, some of us need an attitude adjustment. A lot of times about our own abilities, our own power, our own initiative. The number one and the letter J is about executive ability. It is about energy. It is about force. It is about leadership. It is about self-determination. Now, because it's the number one, I'll tell you straight up. Sometimes they have a little strong opinions. The number one, when it appears in a formula I use called the inclusion table, which tells me how many ones, twos, threes, four are in a birth name, the tools you're bringing in here. And I'll keep talking about the inclusion table throughout various shows in the future because it's my favorite formula. I teach it in my workshops, and it is an energy that has to do with uh, leadership. But sometimes in a birth name, and sometimes the letter J or A can have too many ones in their memory box, in their subconscious coming in here. And they can start out being a little bossy boss. Little bossy boss. And they get their ears pinned back. Sometimes there is the number 19 one, which is connected to one of the letters in the alphabet. And no, that is connected to the letter S, which we're not going to spend time on tonight. But this has to do with abuse. Abuse of what? Abuse of power. Abuse of initiative. Abuse abuse of drive. So the number one is an introvert number. Now that is so different in esoteric numerology than it is in psychology. An introvert in esoteric numerology would equate to the extrovert in psychology. It's just the opposite. It is outgoing, it's initiative, it's drive, or what have you. The extrovert in, introvert, in, in, in esoteric numerology is equivalent to the introvert in psychology. I don't know why. And so here we have this drive. Here we have this energy of the number one of initiative that says, okay, If it's meant to be, it's up to me. How often have you heard me say that? Now, we're going to attach to that number one a zero. The letter O, O is a letter, zero is a digit. It's called a cipher. The O hooked on to any number supercharges it like a battery in NASCAR. It can be sitting on the shelf doing nothing, having all this power can do, but when it's hooked on this cipher, this zero, whether it's a 30, whether it's a 40, whether it's a 50, 70, makes no difference. It supercharges whatever that single digit is. So the zero supercharges the number one. And the number, the letter J, is connected to the number N, one, zero. So that means J in its attitude towards this lifetime, has the potential to be supercharged along the design of initiative, along inspiration, along creativity, along self-determination. Now, in many people's charts, the number one becomes a challenge. And it says, This person has to increase their own feelings of self-respect and promote themselves and their creative ideas and to believe in themselves and to take initiative and drive. 
That is what creates the wheel of good fortune connected to the letter J. No sitting back, thumb in mouth, poor me, poor me. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. And so therefore know that the letter J is about intuition, it's about fortune, it's about luck, it's about turn for the better. That is the definition of the wheel of good fortune. Now, it's important to keep in mind when it comes to money. All of us think, oh, my gosh, there's money in this and that and the other thing. Money is simply an energy. Just like sneezing is an energy. The universe works in a circle. That's why all the planets rotate in a circle. Constantly rotating in a circle. And you get back in life energetically what you think you deserve. And if you're totally codependent upon someone else to provide you with the money, with the energy, with making life good for you, you're going to get sucker punched. The universe works in a circle. Energy in, energy out. You can't lay in bed until 11 o'clock in the morning and put in a couple hours of work and wonder why you can't pay your mortgage. One of the highest, most positive energies to work with the universe is gratitude. Is gratitude. In many instances for what you have left. But thank you. You know, and I know, especially if we have children, who always want toys. And they want this and this and this, and I want the cell phone and the iPod and the thingamabob and everything else, which I have no idea what it's about. And the more you give them, the more gimmies they can have. Until we get to a point, as does the universe, as does our higher self, as does the angels, masters, and guides, that consider us spoiled brats and aren't going to give us any more until we say thank you. So if you feel financially stuck, I strongly suggest that in minutia, on a daily basis, and you know, it doesn't have to be some grocery list. Thank you, Mother, Father, God. Thank you to your higher self for guiding you and protecting you. Thank you to your angels and guides for a good dinner last night, or for the sunshine, or a cool day, or the listening to the rain, or the tree. Go into minutia. You'll feel better, and they'll just think you're the best thing since ice cream. The universe works in a circle. The number 10, the wheel of good fortune, believe it or not, is one of the good karma numbers. Yep, there is good karma. Whenever I say the word karma in a chart to a client during a reading, and especially when they're in front of me when I can see them, their face freezes up. You can see their eyeballs, like, expand. Oh, my gosh, no. Karma is not a punishment. It is the mercy and justice of the universe, of Mother, Father, God. We all have free will. And even Mother, Father, God and your higher self do not interfere with our free will and our choices that we make. Choices, choices, choices. They may say to you, uh, 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 through feelings, through feelings, to get that little something in your, around your navel. Something doesn't feel right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But we do it anyway. And maybe what we choose to do isn't exactly according to the universal laws of God and of the universe. That creates a low vibration, like a low hum. 
low hum. It doesn't have joy and light surrounding it. It's energy, and energy is never even Newton's laws and everybody else, those ancient physicists. Energy is never destroyed. That's why you're never destroyed. You are soul. This body we have will someday become like an old used car and will fade and get destroyed, maybe buried in a box and normally deteriorate or be cremated, whatever works, whatever you want to do. Your soul doesn't really give a hoot and a holler. It's up and out and it's not destroyed. So karma is about bringing through the belief system of reincarnation Stuff that maybe needs a little straightening out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And those codes show up in a reading, and I load my people up with understanding so they know what it's about, and it's going to show up in their lives, and they have to make different choices, forgive themselves, not play the victim, and don't do it again. Period. That's the mercy of God. That's karma which is a Sanskrit word, Eastern philosophy. And so the Wheel of Good Fortune is about reincarnation. Coming back again. Here I come. But it says that. Somehow, some way, who knows, and who cares, in previous incarnations, you did good stuff. You helped other people. You were generous with your money, power, attitude, love, behavior, energy, energy, energy. Good energy. Hangs out there and never destroyed. Boomerangs back into this lifetime. I sincerely believe that winning the lottery is karma. Karma. That gives this person, okay, here it is again. This is your energy. This is your reward in the form of money. Now what are you going to do with it? And some of them screw up again. Whatever. And so the cool thing is that the number 10-1 connected to the letter J. Now, you don't have to have a J in your name to experience the wheel of good fortune. It shows up in people's life patterns. It shows up as part of their life lesson, their contract with God, what they want to improve upon. Yeah. So don't think, oh, I don't have a J, so I don't have the wheel of good fortune. Oh, yes, you do. And so the wheel of good fortune, from a tarot perspective, is about completion, actually. It's about finishing up maybe something that was started previously. And then this number 10 said, I'm finished with that, and now there's a rebirth. There's a new start. I'm done with that. I get it. I'm finished. And now there's a rebirth. And then the number 10 also suggests that the karmic debt that you have somehow accumulated, hello, and we love this, and we love it when we get stamped on the mortgages of our house or anything we're buying, we get stamped with the word paid, P-A-I-D, the karma has been paid. And now you're free to begin again. Hopefully wiser, hopefully smarter. And you're free from that past debt moving forward. New beginnings. New starts. That's supercharged by the zero of the cipher. So no matter where the number 10 is found in your chart, whether it's your life lesson, which is your yellow brick road for this lifetime, or your soul number. And if it's your soul number, which comes from adding all the vowels of a name together, it tells me that in past lifetimes you were very entrepreneurial and you made a lot of money. Yeah, that's not too bad. If it's your birthday number, it says if you take initiative and believe in yourself and stand on your own two feet, you have the potential to make money and use it wisely. The number... 10 says that you're going to encounter lots of situations and people in this lifetime that are going to allow you 
allow you, I love that word allow, it's a free will choice. People are going to allow you to complete the karma that's present in any situation that you're in and start anew, begin anew. So the number 10, really cool, gives you an opportunity to stand on your own two feet and to use it in the positive of the number one, the number two, the number three, all the way up to the number nine. And this time, please, God, you won't screw up, and you'll do good. Always remember that the universe works in a circle, and you will get back what you dish out. In this incarnation or previous incarnation, because energy is never destroyed. And that is why sometimes in your face, in your face, repetitive patterns. And you feel like, I'm stuck, I can't get out of this. And it's because you're not paying attention. You're not getting it. You're not making different choices. And so the number one especially 10-1, is connected to the letter J. Well, one is connected to the letter A and the, and the letter S, yeah. But tonight we're talking about J, an attitude towards abundance, an attitude towards thank you, an attitude towards I can do it, I can stand on my own two feet, the letter J is called a rocking number. I always say it looks like a fish hook. Come on, let me hook it in here. But it really represents a journey, a journey of justice and a balancing. It's a rocker, back and forth, a balancing, of rebirthing. And that's the word I want you to remember, all you J's out there, a rebirthing amidst changes. You cannot rebirth changing. And that's why you have to be courageous, initiative, and drive. I want you to keep your goal in mind. Know where you are going. You may have to leave others in the dust. Maybe it's time you do just that. Stay focused, mentally focused. And you will be amazed how the universe works in a circle. It will not honor anyone who sucks the energy out of other people in order for them to move forward in their lives. And I'll talk more about that after our break. I also see that there are several sweet beings in the queue who want to have little mini readings. And so hopefully... When I come back and I do that computer work, I will be able to open up the lines to give you a mini reading. Let's just take a breather and have an intermission. My dear friends, this is Elizabeth Summers, esoteric numerologist, asking you to mark your calendars for June 26th to June 28th because I am going to be coming to Prescott, Arizona. I am bringing with me three fabulous workshops that I am sharing with you and the first one will be on Saturday, June 27th where I am sharing with you the formulas that are 2,600 years old that will give you real clear explanations as to this human lifetime that you have put together. Now, I want you to keep in mind that no math skills are required. On Sunday, June 28th, I go deeper into an advanced workshop where I share with you a 5,000-year-old code system and very special channeled formulas from Ascended Masters themselves to help you understand which ages in this lifetime are most important for you. This is an extremely power-packed two-day event, 
dealing with esoteric numerology, bringing in tarot, bringing in astrology, and teaching you these formulas that I use in my personal readings for my clients. Speaking of that, on Friday, before we really do all the workshops, all day long, Friday, June 26th, I will be doing personal, in-person, 30-minute readings, just as I do for my clients when I am talking with them on the phone. All day long, private readings. And then in the evening, I share with you a workshop based on my very special favorite I Ching practice that I have used since 1988. It is dynamic, it is universal, and it has changed my life. Join me. Go to my website, elizabethsummers.com, click on the upcoming events page, and all the information to register is right there for you. Join me in Prescott, Arizona, June 26th, 27th, and 28th. Well, now, here we are back. I see a few folks in the uh, queue, and here's how it's going to work. It's going to go very fast, and you're going to have to come on air very fast, or I'm going to have to just turn you off. When you come on air, I'll say to you, you're on the air. I'll call your area code. I'll say you're on the air. I want you to come right on the air with your first and middle name and your month and day of birth and how old you are. We go in nine-year cycles, and tonight, uh, of issues, 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 and tonight, in the little mini-reading, two minutes or so mini-readings, I will tell you what year you're in in your nine-year cycle and some other things that I see there, so here we go. I am putting on air area code 720. You're on the air. What's your first and middle name? Joan Carroll. Joan Carroll. Okay. Uh huh. When? And your month and day and, and month and day of birth? March twenty two, nineteen forty one. Okay, and how old are you, honey? How old Seven, are you? Seventy four. Seventy four, okay. 74 is saying to me that this is a year of expansion for you. 73, for everyone who's 73, know that everyone at 73 goes in a new direction. It's one of the major plateaus of life, and it's a good thing, and it's the number one. It usually takes that new direction until 74 to uh, really kick in, if you will, and know that you are in year six of your current nine-year cycle. And year six is called the lover's card, Joan. And it's about responsibility, house and home, nurturing and caring. It is um, about your work and your career. This year you may find you're very interested in decorating the house or entertaining the domestic issues if you want to buy a car or get a new car. This is a very good year to do that. The number six. People who are in a six-year also can be very creative when it comes to their businesses because there's good luck there. Now, I will tell you this. This year, during your 74th year of age, you may be dealing with one-on-one partnership issues that you have to straighten out a little bit, and it can cause a little emotional heartbreak, a little bit of emotional fussiness. This is a year of a lot of responsibilities for you, but if you're single, you also have an opportunity to possibly move into a relationship. Not a bad year. Not a bad year. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. What if you're having trouble with your home? What, What if you're having difficulties with your home? You know, uh, things are uh, falling apart. Yep. That's your sixth year. Uh-huh. And it's and okay. the number six 
It's about responsibility. Responsibility. And you have to take responsibility for yourself this year first. Then your kids to a certain age, but at 74, I suppose they're up and out of the house. And uh, the number six is about house and home, and it's getting your attention. Now, I will tell you that if, if things are falling apart the last three, four weeks or whatever, blame that on the Mercury retrograde, and it's just bringing to your attention things that have to be taken care of. And if you don't do it, who's going to do it, girl? Girl, kind of thing. The J of Jones. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Go for it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Next, we're going to talk to area code 601. You're on the air. Hi, this is uh, Tara. Hello. Did you say, did you say T, Tara, T-A-R-A? Yes. Angelique and is the middle name. Angelique. Well, isn't that just a beautiful name? And Tara, Angelique, how old are you, honey? Um, 30, and birthday's 11-3. Okay, and you're Scorpio. So, yes. here's the deal with Scorpio. For the last two years, 2013-14, Scorpios have been in boot camp. I mean, Scorpios have been under the gun because there has been a big astrological situation going on called Saturn and Scorpio. It's affected everybody, but it's particularly affected Scorpios intensely. Know that your values are being tested and and uh, the worst is almost over. So if you went through a lot of changes, and you're only 30, so in that same time frame, between 28 and 30, not only you as a Scorpio had Saturn, big Marine Corps drill instructor in the universe, disciplining you, changing your life, saying take responsibility, but also you specifically, like an Oreo cookie, had a second major influence of Saturn, Marine Corps drill instructor, because you were going through your first Saturn return. And this goes for anyone who's 28 to 30 years of age. It is a very big time in your life, very important from the soul's perspective. says you had to look back over the last 28 years, six months of your life, and take responsibility for the choices that you free will made. And unfortunately, this is why a lot of souls commit suicide. They take take themselves out. They take themselves out. They will not take responsibility, and that's unfortunate because they, as souls, will turn around and have to do the same game plan over and over and over. So if you've gone through some significant changes, and obviously it ain't commit suicide, so know oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you didn't. And so, uh, but you pay attention to the news, and you will see how this holds true. And, you know, there's a called the 27 Club that uh, so many musicians, right in that time frame, um, com- commit suicide. Well, anyway, that's a different story. You're in a three-year, very very nice year of expansion, creativity, love is in the air, travel, opportunity. This is a nice year, and it is connected to your work and your career, your work and your career. So there's good stuff here, Tara Angelique. You go, girl. Make us proud. There's going to be lots of changes in this lifetime that are going to be in your face, testing your values, values, values. Pay attention to what it is that you think you deserve, your values. Okay? Okay, thank you so much. It's a good year, Tara Angelique. Well, here we are. All of us back together again. 
And I want to talk to you situation that is totally not connected to tonight's uh, show, tonight's theme, if you will. And I have permission from the person that I'm going to share his experience with. I have permission to share it with you. Of course, I never name names and what have you. But I think strongly that it's a teaching moment for many of us. There is a code that has to do with betrayal, ethics, unethical choices, especially in relationships that a soul participated in in previous incarnations and did not do such a great job. And it is particularly emotionally difficult in the current incarnation when it appears in what is called the soul number, the emotional number that comes from accumulating the vows. Now, in the work that I do, there is a Chaldean system that takes me way down deep into people's past lives. And so my client this week, a male client, has this code 167 in that particular category. He has been living with, he's a young person, uh, both of them, the male and the female, partner, his quote-unquote girlfriend, have been together for 17 years, not married, no children. Several years ago, my client, male client, caught her cheating on him, totally devastated him because he is of highest integrity, very loyal, never, never would go out on her. What a hubbub that was. Two years ago, devastated, but he took her back. Yesterday I get a phone call, and she's still cheating on him. Still cheating on him. Now, between you and I, This is his own emotional karma coming back in his face for him to make a different choice. Because what happens with karma is the pendulum goes to the opposite direction of the issues that are being dealt with. And this man is loyal, integrity, wouldn't hurt a fly, uh, this and that and the other thing. The pendulum went the other direction. Now, I warned him about it a couple years ago when this, before this initial betrayal happened, and then that's why he called me back and it was like, Elizabeth, you were right. This is what happened. Okay. But he took her back. Now it's here and it's even more intense and it's more blatant and it's just, it's all over but the shouting. He has new choices to make. I certainly am not one ever to say I told you so to anybody. We don't like that. I don't like that. I don't say that to anybody. All I can do is present information. Now, here's what I want to tell you, how it works in the universe. I told you that the universe works in a circle. The universe is about justice, the letter J. The universe and Mother, Father, God love us to pieces, surround us with love and nurturing and caring. But right is right and wrong is wrong. So when we make in previous lifetimes choices that aren't appropriate, that aren't according to universal laws, I told you it's energy, it hangs out there, and booms a ring back in our face. In our face, we're not doing it most of the time. Sometimes people continue the pattern. We're not doing it, but it's done unto us. Okay, fine. That is the first volley in our lives. It is in our face saying, how does that feel? How do you like it? Is this what you think you deserve? Is this going to be the same choice that you're going to make in this lifetime, yes or no? When we do not make the appropriate choices that are for our highest good and greatest joy, 
and we continue to play the victim, and we continue to hold on for our ego or for our own satisfaction or our own fear of, of not wanting to be alone, which most guys don't want to be alone, as my client, the person back, this goes both ways, male and female. I'm just talking about my client, with his permission. Then there is a law, and here's what I want to talk to about. There is a law of the universe called the universal law of tenfold return. And it waits a while, six months. This time he found out two years later. And it was ten times worse to him emotionally than the first time. The soul says, well, you didn't get it the first time around, and we showed it to you, and whatever your reasons were, were not good for you, all right, fine, you have free will, we honor that, but we're not going to let up. And it comes back ten times harder, and then ten times harder, and then ten times harder, until many of my clients are on their knees bleeding at the wrist, metaphorically speaking, totally emotionally devastated. If only they had taken their power, stood on their own, said, no, this is not a choice, not a person of integrity that I choose to associate with, and made a different choice. Always remember the universal law of tenfold return. The universe is just. It doesn't play. You don't always have to be hit by a two-by-four. But this week, my client was sucker-punched. And it was very interesting. He accidentally came across her cell phone. And there were all the messages from her current lover. Current lover. And she's living with this man, so hopefully he got it. And he will come to crossroads in his life. But the ancient Eastern philosophy says all of us come to crossroads in our life. But the issue is do not stay in the crossroads too long. Look at the situation. Cut through the emotion. Use your initiative, your drive, all the number one. And move on. And do not be intimidated by the storm. The universal law of tenfold return. I would love for you to contact me to have a private reading with me all about you. What's happening in your life in 2015-16 that I can give you clarity to? What is happening in your life, in the big picture, the blueprint. What's it all about, Alfie? It's very simple to schedule a reading. You go to my website, ElizabethSummers.com, or the magic world of numbers. And if you're in Arizona listening, go to ElizabethSummers.com because I'm on my way. Go to numerology readings. There's a drop-down. Read them over. See what works for you. Listen to your inner guidance. Stay out of your head. Do not overanalyze. Your higher self is always guiding you forward on your path. This is is not not rocket science, folks. But you have to have the humility and acceptance to follow the guidance that you're given. My work is objective. I never allow people to tell me what's going on in their lives. That's why you're coming to me, for me to tell you what I see from the ancients of what you can expect. I'm also a medium. I love visiting with loved ones on the other side that come through. Hello. They bebop into my office and we have good conversations. That might interest you. But sometimes we just have one or two questions that we want to ask. 
And know that psychic intuitive reading is available to you also. You know, when it comes to money, there are some quotations that I want to share with you. For instance, some famous person called Anonymous said, money talks all right. Usually it says goodbye. Also know that Colonel Sanders says there's no reason to be the richest man in the cemetery unless you can do any bu- you can't do any business from there. So what's the sense of being the richest man in the cemetery? Bob Dylan said, a man is a success if he gets up in the morning and goes to bed at night and in between does whatever he wants to do. That is success. Sharon Rydell said money is just a fertilizer that can feed nightmares or dreams. Kind of like that. Money is a fertilizer. It can feed your nightmares and a uh, um, a lot of very wealthy people have a lot of nightmares of how, of how to handle and control their money and keep it safe. But I think the wisdom, a lot of people will urge you to put some money in a bank. And in fact, within reason, this is a very good advice, but don't go overboard. Remember, what you're doing is giving your money to someone else. Number eight, giving your power away. Giving your money to someone else to hold on to. And I think that it's worth keeping in mind that the businessman who runs these banks, this is Miss Piggy, are so worried about holding on to things that they put their little pens on chains. Thank you for visiting with me. Hopefully tonight you have good insight as to the fabulousness of the number 10 and the Wheel of Good Fortune. And so until next time, know that I send you God's white light and this peace and this harmony. And know that I wish you all good things. And thank you so for visiting with me one more time in the magical world. Mm-hmm.